This morning we are looking at being relevant in your calling. Being relevant in your calling. Our Heavenly Father and Master, we thank and bless you. We give you praise for your word. Bible says the entrance of thy word bringeth light. And it brings life to them that are ready to accept it. Let your word gain expression in our lives and bring us testimonies. We thank in Jesus' name. Amen. Few a year or plus ago, I was emceeing a program and the minister of that particular denomination, the father was present. And when we closed, he walked up to me. He's a typical Akan man, uh, a captain. He said, Unimbibi. Adibia uye bia fuakuma ye. Adibia uye fuakuma ye. Senya u MC program no. Ama menia J. Nyamin shirao. Namibesa mika sembichirao. Unimbrofe. Unimengu. Sidam bacho ani. Wehu mangu bia odi ni huda. Sidam bacho debi. Sana otie. Wanka sano, untu minye mfasudima wanka sawo. Ensu ye mfasudima manko fubibri. Enti ya unse mangu. Mentin tontem. Na wanse. Jiredriano su nebri. Na ubria. Nipa beti wedi. Nebe ye mfasudia mamu. This is the status of every believer. Being relevant in your calling is our topic. Your relevance is not a direction towards yourself, it's towards other people. Praise God. So this morning, be a mango that is relevant to somebody else. A few days ago, Papa took us out to do an assignment when we were coming, you know, his normal nature. He will ask, when he's buying something, do you, do you also want this? Do you, do you also want this? And all of us were like, no. Oh, Papa, no. Oh, Papa, no. Oh, Papa, no. Oh, Papa, no. All the reverend ministers. Oh, Papa, no. But he will insist. And so he bought mangoes. He bought pineapple. And then I believe we took it. After all that, Papa, no. He bought a bag for me. I brought it and I was managing it. I managed it in the office and I went home and I continued. Then after a few hours, when, when you take in something, you see, when, the, when, when you take in something, thy kingdom come, his will will be done somewhere. Mango. All the element of constipation disappeared. So, when you become relevant, you become a blessing. This morning, may you be a blessing to somebody. Any darkness that has promised and said, 
you will not rise to your place of prominence. We came to announce and we came to tell that darkness that your God has prevailed. Somebody looked into my eyes. He looked into my face like this in a meeting, in a gathering. And he said, you, you will not amount to nothing. Out of anger. May the Lord have mercy on him. He never knew. But I've come to realize that that statement was good. <laughs> Praise God. He said, woe unto you when all men say good things about you. <laughs> so it was, a, it, it was a propeller to the glory of his grace. I feel more solid. Emotions don't get to me much because I was able to endure from seven something. We left the place 1 a.m. and it was all attacks. I came to tell you that it will not only be well with me, but I'll become an international phenomenon. Why? God is not a liar. Praise God. Man no be God. <laughs> Tell somebody man no be God. In fact, even your parents cannot determine your destiny. So no matter what has been declared against your life, I came to tell you this morning that the God of this house is pushing you forward. So tell somebody I matter. You are so important to God that he sent his only begotten son to come and die for you. And we have something we call the post-resurrection encounters. After resurrection, Jesus went about for 40 days and he was doing miracles. We are in the seventh day of the 40 days encounter. In the next 23 days, there will be all kinds of divine breakthroughs from left, center, right. The God of heaven will show up in your life. Praise God. I say you are so important to God. If you can mirror and tell this to yourself consistently as much as you can, it will be a blessing. Pastor Goldman, you matter to your generation. <laughs> tell yourself I matter to my generation. Look, everything around us, from parents to teachers, even sometimes from pastors, Everything around us is reflecting that, look, you cannot lift up your head. Sometimes even your wife. When something small happens, they will use things against you. They will speak. It's everywhere. It's not only in one corner. Sometimes husband, when we get angry small, we behave as if their wives, they are our property. But they are not yours. So don't use your mouth to declare curse against a child of God. For when men has declared that it's a casting down, there will certainly be what? A lifting up. Praise God. Romans 8, 28 to 30. It said, for, who he, for, for we 
know that all things work bad, the ugly, the excited, the depressed, everything is working for my good. For we know that all things, somebody say all things, or somebody shout all things, working together for good to those who love God. So they must love God. If you love God, the insult is working for you. To those who are who love God, to those who are called, called, called according to his purpose. The call here is not referring to only ministry. It's not making inference to ministry. It's making inference to your born again experience. Twenty-nine. For whom he foreknew, before uh, David, Helen, and Epho Ashigbi, Yao, Kwashi met in site twenty-one. I stroke J one one six, and they did their thing, and and conceived me and gave birth to me at community center. God knew me, had given birth to me, and God was so wise that He knew. That if he had given birth to me at England, I would have been the, one of the princes. So he decided to bring me to Tema. Why? Because he wanted me to meet you. So before these people met, God foreknew me. And God's agenda for me was not evil. It was good. For whom he foreknew... He didn't end there. He also predestined. The word predestined, if you have done a little English, not too much, but a little. There is a grammatic construction, and pre is not a word, it's a preface. It's, it's only giving meaning to the preceding word. So pre means before, and destined means destination, where you're supposed to be. So, before my coming, there was something that was decided. To be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus did not fail as the firstborn. He never failed. If the firstborn never failed, then I cannot fail. No matter your age, whether 25, 30, 70, 72, I can assure you that you can begin at the place where you are and you will still make a success. How many of us have enjoyed KFC before? KFC. Oh, almost every hand is up. Let me see. Let's, let's wave. Oh, it means I have nobody to buy for after service. Everybody has enjoyed it before. This man was 65. The wife has left. Oh, sorry. I don't think I'm right. Maybe he left the wife. But they were no more. And he had gone to the daughter's school to pick her. And whilst he was there, he was contemplating life issues, you know, fatigue, tiredness, and all manner of things, depression. And then it came to his mind. My mom taught me a rest man. I believe I cannot be, he, he, he was an old military man. 
He said, I cannot be in this rag and keep on living this life. In fact, he had gone to the school to smuggle the child out because the child was no longer in his custody. So he left the place and he started KFC. Kentucky fried whatever, chicken. By the grace of God, the man is dead and gone. But KFC has moved from America. It's in Kenya. It's in Tanzania. It's in Zambia. <laughs> it's in Ebd. Shall become a global dream. I said it shall become a global dream. If you believe it, put your hands together and give God some praise. It shall become a global dream. Your yes notwithstanding, your yes notwithstanding, the Lord God Almighty who lifted one up has the power to lift you up. You matter. You are relevant. He said, moreover whom he predestined this, these he called. Whom he called, those he also justified. So he didn't just call us, he justifies. Now, you know, we, are, we are qualified. Justification means qualified. When we used to play football, we have something we, we call justify your inclusion. And then you know how we destroy our football. Now they started using height. So if you are too tall, they have to justify you by height. So if you are very tall, you have to go and carry cement and block and try and be... Then you come and be under. If you, you are too tall, you want to be, be like this. And, and that is how we lost all the giants in football. But Jesus did not take us through any of these processes. He himself decided, I have to come and die for them to justify them. So instead of we paying the penalty, he went on the cross. And so I came to tell you that you don't have to do much. You just have to believe in him. So he justified us on the cross. And that is why you must not allow family background, issues of education, issues of the past to determine how far you can rise in life. <laughs> Praise God. So every human being, let's come from the human angle. Every human, he said, them that he justified, those he also glorified. This is the part that freaks me out. Do you know what it means to be glorified? You know, I have two boys. One of them behaves virtually like my big brother, Mouse, walking and everything, and he took his head. Now, by his behavior and attitude and everything, he's, he's giving himself justification. Now, if he's able to go through the process and he rises to become not just a doctor, but a, a pilot in addition, and he becomes a reverend minister to add to what he's doing, then his true glory has shown up. After the justification, he needs elevation. So them that he has justified, he has also glorified. And when Jesus went on the cross, he went with us. And when he ascended, he went to with us so you are not where they say you are you are lifted high above <laughs> so at a workplace you are above 
In your health, you are above. In your wisdom, you are above. In your life and living, you are. Somebody shout, I am above. Life and death is in the power of, of the tongue. Look, to live long is not only God's prerogative. We have a role to play. Praise God. And that is why when you wake up in the morning, you must declare, I shall not die, but I will live. He said, declare that thou mayest be justified. What you say, you will see. But my latter, praise God. He said, even though my beginning may appear small, but my latter end shall greatly increase. Don't tell me I cannot rise up. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me I cannot amount to nothing. Don't tell me that. Because when Jesus was raised up, I was raised together with him. So I see that high and far above all principalities and powers. But until I make it my daily confession, my daily declaration, I will not see it. Lift your right hand. Say, Jesus, I thank you that I'm lifted high above poverty, sickness, disease. Right after the ordination, my, my, my genius sister called. I mean, she kept it for some days. She called. They said, and and I don't, I don't really get it. If you call me Pastor Chris, there are people who call me Brad Chris. And when they call Brad Chris, and they, 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 they come to them and say, oh, oh, sorry. I say, why are you sorry? Before we were given the reverend, we were Christians. Amen. So don't be, don't be worried. And Papa said something. He said it will take time. But intelligent. From everywhere he meets me, no, Rev, Rev, I, I, I get surprised. The man is too intelligent. From the day he gave us the, the anointing, he, he never missed calling the name. And sometimes when he even calls, I get confused. I think he's calling someone else. Don't you feel the same way? <laughs> Praise God. Oh, Pastor, Reverend Salam, don't you feel the same way? I'm with you. So she called. He said, brah, my sister has three tones. When she called me, she decode all of them. This one, she's coming to ask for something. This one, somebody is not well. So when I heard the thing, I changed my tone of accepting what she was coming to tell me. I have to raise my voice to make sure that she doesn't tell me something negative. So get the thing. Then she cut the call. Then she called again. Bruh, no one in trouble. When we're coming home from the house, a wind just blew and your daughter was attacked by asthma. And for days now, he cannot breathe properly. She cannot. I went to the market. And I prayed with her. And that was it. Early the next morning, I went to the market. I had two reasons why I was going there. The first one, I will not tell you. But the second reason was to meet the small girl and pray for her. So I went and lay hands on the child. And the voice told me, by the time you get to the office... She'll be up and walking, active, and all. I was in the office when my sister called. Brother Chris, 
Oh, sorry, sorry. Pastor Chris. Oh, that, 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 Reverend Chris. You want a fake home? Obila here, 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 after the anointing, you when David was anointed, he was sent to the wilderness. And so immediately hands was laid on her. The small girl jacked back to life. Whatever is dead in your life by this same self-anointing that was released, I declare over your life that the God of this house, he will show up in your life. He will show up. I say he will show up. He will, we were not anointed for title. We are anointed for task. Anybody planning ill against Adonai, your end has come. I say your end has come. Your end has come. Your end has come. Apostle John told us, he told me something on, on the phone. He said, look, you are be, the anointing is for work. He said, the devil is in trouble again. Why? When oil touches you, things change. Your finance and my finance will have a speedy recovery. Aren't we tired? Aren't we tired? That when this ministry, they call for one million dollars, there's nobody to show up. But Papa is declaring every day, they are multi-millionaires. Look, whatever is hanging in the air, a 26-year-old boy, man, is in this house. A contract will come your way that will change the entirety of your family. It will change your environment. It will change the course of this ministry. I see a young boy encountering a partner and the Lord God of this house, he will show up to sign that contract. It is time we destroy the power of poverty to the core. That one man can rise up and say, Papa, I'm giving $55,000 for this occasion. That is how it will become relevant. A time is coming that the reverend ministers will sign checks and when they give it to you, you'll be crying, you'll be in tears and you'll say, why, God, why? Won't you wait for me to ask? Prosper. I say you will prosper. I had a young boy. Nice boy. My, my cousin's son. He used to come to this church when he was a small boy. And everybody used to call him Pastor Michelle. He was in the children's department. Brilliant. This young boy went to school. One of the good schools in Ghana. I don't know why the good ones destroyed the bad the, the good ones. He went there and he went to associate with friends. And then this young boy started faking. Started taking Intampi. Nice guy. He was full of faith that he would become a pastor. He kept on saying, my, my mom gave him name. They were calling themselves Grandma Follow Follow. They had Beautiful young man. Got to third year, man. He quit university. Started doing drugs. Went with a woman from the sea, under sea. Tattooed her, the woman's body, her face on his body. And this boy started, boy, left. 
was being sponsored. He was being sponsored by somebody. This young boy left school and he was selling ganja in the school. He was doing barbecue and adding weed to the drink. And then one of my cousins said, why won't you take him to his uncle in Tema? We were in church that day, they brought him. And when he came, this my boy was shouting and screaming at the back. And I said, wow, this innocent, beautiful pastor in the making. He was just talking and the mother was restless. And after church, they took him somewhere, they prayed for him. I realized that the passion in the prayer was not there. So like, and Kobe. So we got to the house. Then I said, this is my own. I was wearing a blue jacket. In fact, that, that was the only jacket I had that time. I was wearing the blue jacket. And the Lord told me, put the jacket on him. It's settled. I took my jacket, fixed it on the boy. All the dark spots in his face, his darkened color, started brightening up. Then the mom started shouting, Hey! My boy, he said, he said Mom, what, what am I doing here? What am I, uncle, why am I here? He came to himself. He went back to Legon, finished the school, and became a TA. There is power in the name of Jesus. I came by the same word of God. Everything has gone back. The years notwithstanding, by the same word of God, I came to declare to you there will be a speedy recovery and there will be divine acceleration and the recovery shall be beyond your imagination. I, today, Marcel is doing well. And I tell you by the grace of God, he will recover his pastoral status by the grace of God. If the God of this family really lives, he will show up. He will show up. I said he will show up. So he said, hold on to your faith, your confessions, or the days of your life. And you will see that the hand of the Lord is on your You are relevant. Matthew 5.13, it says you are the salt of the earth. You are a salt. In industry, salt matters. In all industry, if you ask Apostle John, he will tell you. In all the industry, salt matters. So if God, if God should describe us as salt, it means in this nation and world, we matter. In fact, without us, Ghana is wretched. Without the meaningful contribution of the child of God, this nation and our world is in jeopardy. And that is why it is time for us to arise. Why? Because creation is waiting for the earnest manifestation of the sons and daughters of the Most High God. Why? Our, their deliverance is in our hands. Is in our hands. He said, you are the salt of the earth, but the salt, if it loses, may you not lose your flavor. I said, may you not lose your flavor. 
if it loses its relevance, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing. We shall not be good for nothing. I say you will not be good for nothing. Say I will not be good for nothing. I will matter in government. I will matter in this nation. I will matter in my ministry. I will matter in my calling. In the name of Jesus. He said, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good. Let me tell you something. What is happening in our time is an insult against the child of God and the believer. The world is insulting us too much. Oh, praise God. And do you know why? One of the reasons is that we are refusing to take our places in the background. Bad men rule. It is time for Christians to rise and enter into politics. Oh, you didn't like that one. It is time for the Daniels to arise. Not NDC, MPP. I'm talking about rising as a leader in your place of jurisdiction. That until the righteous rule, there will be no peace for our nation. Praise God. Some years back, we used to think that football and basketball, they are for the unbelievers. But it is time for Christians with height, with, with good quality character to rise up and take and go to the basket and throw the basket and become international stars and rise to also make the money. The money is in the mouth of the fish. We must go out there and when we finish, we bring them to the gospel of light. Relevance. In the banking world, in insurance, in the net. Look, the most dangerous people, if you are here, you are a nurse, forgive me. But the most dangerous people currently on earth are nurses. They kill people faster. Sorry, not all of them. Sorry, we are very good ones. I met an Uber driver. And he, and he said something. When we spoke, he said, but I'm a nurse. I said, you are a different nurse. And something, I don't understand. The women... Their own is different. It's, they have seen death too much so frequently that they don't care anymore. But you know what? Health starts with good care. How you are even received from the entrance of the clinic. And that is why the Adonai International Hospital must come up fast. Because we have nurses. By the time you are coming and you are showing some smile, even that kidney problem is already gaining reduction. But you go there, a young lady lost the mother by this attitude. They were calling her Vida, 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 Vida. They were calling her. The woman knew that her daughter knew what would help her. They kept on calling this girl. She was on phone. By the time the mates were able to get her attention, the mom was gone. Do you know why? We need tongue-talking, righteous, Holy Ghost-filled, God-oriented believers in this field. I'm not talking about religious people. I'm talking about somebody who before the doctors will come, he will watch a patient and lay hands on the patient. He said, my God shall bring you deliverance. I speak healing to your being. And by the time the doctors come, there is already divine intervention. And that is why I love Ben Carson. He said, God give me, gave me coordinated mind 
first hands, he's a believer. The guy thinks at the frequency, the hand and the mind went, work at the same time. He was the first black neurosurgeon to have separated Siamese twins successfully. A believer. Man, that is why I like the likes of, 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 of Washington Red Products from Peanut. The whites will not talk about this one. He was a believer. He said, I spend more time in his presence than in, in my industry. And anytime I finish praying in his presence, then the ideas keep dropping. After this morning, may the Lord God Almighty grant you divine ideas, divine concept, and bring forth something that would outlast you. Nagabura sino pratiskopa. We will not pray in tongues and be in tongues of poverty. Tell somebody no way. Say I'll be relevant. Can you imagine? Verse 14. Say you are the light of the world. Can you imagine? We are the development of this world. That is a city. My God. A city. That is set on a hill. We are standing on Jesus. He is the hill of all hills. And so, you cannot be ignored. You will be seen. You will be spotted. Not for popularity, but for influence and impact. Some people are popular, but they have no impact. They have no influence. Praise God. So we are not seeking for popularity. We are seeking for impact. That when your time on earth is even due and you are gone, your name shall still be referenced. Hallelujah. We are agents of influence in this world. The kingdom of heaven is like a yeast, the Bible says, or living, which a woman took and hid three measures of meal till it was all living. It is time for us to, 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 to become <laughs> the yeast in the world's dough. The entire world is a dough. So when you and I go to GRM, when we go to bank, when we go to this place, we are supposed to become a yeast. When you enter the place, there must be a change. Praise God. We stop being religious. We are, we are becoming re relevant in our time. Say, I'm a yeast. You know, the yeast is small, but the moment Changes. You are a change agent. How to be relevant? Number one, connect to God and believe what he has told you. Isaiah 54, 1 to 3. Ooh. It's a single barren. Single barren. You know, he's defining who you are, but he's telling you to sing. 
It says, sing, O barren. It means don't listen, don't look at your barrenness. You must sing. Why? It said, the one who did not bear, break forward into singing. <laughs> break forward into singing and cry aloud. Thou that didn't not travail with child. For more are that, you see, your situation is a depiction of what God is about to do in your life. That the children of the desolate than the children of the married, says the Lord. Uh-huh. Enlarge the place of thy tent. It means change your horizon. We don't live in tents anymore. <laughs> so he's talking about mental. You must stretch your imagination. You must see be, be, beyond Tema and Ghana. You must stretch your imagination. He said, lengthen your tent. And if God has told you this, don't believe what your husband is telling you. Don't believe what your wife is telling you. Don't believe what the teachers are telling you. Don't believe what the economy is telling you. Believe what God is telling you. 1 Kings 13, 11 to 25. We may not read it. But this is the story of a, a young prophet. Like Reverend Selom and myself just been anointed. Fresh. And God has given him a word. He said, go and do A, B, C, D, Z. And this young man, having heard from God, he went talking about what God has told him. <laughs> After he said, oh, don't tell people what God has said. Do what he said. So after he said all those things, there was an old prophet who has lost his relevance. And he heard the story. He said, Kai, this boy is carrying grace. And then he managed to get the young boy, the young man, took him to his house. He said, eat. The boy said, no. The Lord said, I should not eat. Me, I will not tell you. I'm not eating. If I have solution tape, I will tape my mouth. In fact, I'll become deaf and dumb. Mm, mm, mm. The young man, look, they say experience is the, is the, oh, experience is the, I've come to realize that it's not true. Experience is the best teacher for fools. Revelation is the best teacher. <laughs> Revelation is the best teacher. The young man had revelation. The old man who was no more relevant had experience. He used his experience. If the young man had stayed with his revelation, he would have been relevant. So experience can never be the best teacher. Your revelation of God is your best teacher. He said, I'll give you teachers that will show you the way. Praise God. So if somebody has missed the way, I should see it and not fall a victim. And he took the young man to the house. The boy ate. And when he finished, he said, Menyano, may you never be gotten by anyone with experience. And then the boy was sad. He, he went on his horse and he was going, his donkey. He was going. And listen to something. 
a lion met the young man, killed the young man, and left the donkey. I don't understand this one. Animals attack animals first. He left and stayed there and watched until the old prophet came to pick the boy to organize his well-organized a place, I don't know, but their funeral. And he took donation and buried the young boy. And he said, when I also die, bury me with me. God, the boy carries grace. May you not become a victim of somebody's experience. May you constantly connect with your God. When God says, listen to him and follow what God is telling you, that is the only way you can stay relevant. He took advantage of experience and destroyed the glory. You see, this woman carry may none of us be destroyed by anyone's experience. And you see, this young man was supposed to be on top of his ministry, but the man dwarfed him, made him useless, killed him ultimately. May you never die. Connect with God. Number two, go for relevant information. If you want to stay relevant, if you stay uninformed, you shall be deformed. I heard a story of a professor who was no more reading. He was no more learning. And when, is it tsunami or tsunami? When he came, he thought tsunami was a, a human being. Everybody was narrating the story about tsunami. He said, ah, this tsunami man, I don't know why he's behaving like that. Because he has stopped reading. Tell somebody, read. Oh, say it with passion. Say, read. <laughs> I'm not talking about only books. Listen to relevant information. We are in the information era. But you know what? The most current and most consistent educator is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you cannot stay with him and not be current in every situation. Before they plant he has already expertise, no. But I'm talking about being able to read the spirit and begin to tap into the domain of God and take some frequency and bring it down and change something about your life. Read. Tell somebody, read. Hosea 4, 6, it said, my people are destroyed, are, are, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Isaiah 33, 6, it said, and wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times. And strength of salvation, the fear of the Lord is his treasure. Our treasure is the fear of God. It's time for you to walk into a place and they will see the fear of God literally in manifestation. Who is man to, to distort and di disturb what God has said? Whatever God has said, his own hand will make it a reality. My standing here is a miracle. I never knew, I never dreamt one time that I will come back home. Never, but my standing here is a miracle. It's a testimony. Why? Because the same God who is working in this place is bringing divine elevation again. So, no matter what men would do, if, if you keep on getting this, the Lord told me, he said, my son, 
your father, the master, is in need of you. I hear, I heard it clear. The following day, a brother confirmed it. He said, come. I hear in my spirit that your daddy, papa, is longing for you. He said, by Tuesday, he will give you a call. I was there. This divine frequency. I was there. Papa called me. Son, come over. And that is the coming and that is the staying. When God orchestrates a thing, no demon, no devil can change it. It is not accidental. It is by divine revelation. And the same revelation that brought it will keep it. Not by might, not by power, but by grace. We will excel. Isaiah 5.13, it said, therefore my people are gone into captivity. Isaiah 5.13, therefore my people are gone into captivity because that, that have no knowledge and their honorable men are famished and their multitudes dried up in test. Knowledge. 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 Could it be that what you don't know is what is killing you? Papa told us. First Timothy 4.13. 18. To reading, exhortation, to doctrine. 18. One of Proverbs, he said, seeing a man who separates himself, he intermeddles with all kinds of knowledge. All kinds. All kinds. He said, night unto night revealeth knowledge, but day unto day all terrorists me. What you don't acquire in the night, you can never speak at the daytime. Relevant knowledge. You, can be a, you cannot be a meaningful pastor if you don't get the relevant information in our current situation to govern God's people. It's not possible. Examples, quickly. No, it's 10, 5 minutes, we are through. Examples of people who made them. Verse 1. Wow. Jephthah, the Gilead. It's a now Jephthah. The Gilead was a mighty man of valor. Say I'm a mighty man of valor. Oh, say I'm a mighty woman of valor. Say I'm a mighty man. Oh, I can't hear you. Say I am a mighty man of valor. This was the description of God. Was a, they are using your negativity now against you. And, and Gilead begat Japheth. Read on. And sons, wife, Bear him sons, competition, and his wife's sons grew up. There are things that have grown up with you. <laughs> they may be negative, but the Lord says <laughs> that those negative things will come for you. And, say, and they thrust out Jephthah. They sacked him and said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit in our father's house. The one who was before, they pushed him out. For thou art the son, listen, not because he's the son of their father, but because he's the son of a harlot. There is something about you that men even in this place are using against you. In your family, at the workplace, whatever they are using against you notwithstanding. Listen to what he said. Of a strange woman. Then Japheth fled from his brethren 
and dwelt in the land of Top. And there were gathered vain men to Japhtah and went out with them. Do you know what happened? Japhtah was able to change this great, this, this people who were useless into noble men. And then his house was being attacked. And then the people, they had a meeting. I suspect they may be from Qatar. Oh, that's where I come from, so don't worry. So they had a meeting and they said, Cho, Avokoshi, me ye name a yo, Jaffa, Vaka, Baka, Baka, Afumiakum. He said, Go and bring him. And when they went, they told Jaffa, Now we need you. After this morning, you'll be needed. I say, After this morning, you'll be needed. After, you know what? Let me negotiate for my place before we even get there. From today, that contract, you will determine how it must go. That job offer, you will tell them to change the figures and change this condition and it will be for you. Because why? You will become so relevant. 29. 29. Let's jump to 29 quickly. 11, 29. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jaffa. May the spirit come upon somebody this morning. It was not his intelligence. It was not his, his machoism. He said, in the spirit of the Lord, I see the spirit coming upon us individually. I see the spirit coming. Look, 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 look. It is high time you forget about your gift. Look for the spirit. Look for the spirit. Look for the spirit. He said the spirit of the Lord came upon Jaffa and he passed over Gilead and Manasseh and passed over Yaya. You will be a victorious woman. You will be a victorious man. He went to Mizpah of Gilead. He passed over them. He conquered them. You shall conquer by the spirit of the Lord. He was relegated. He was set aside. Tell somebody by your side, watch out. Don't play down on me. Very soon, I'll be in the newspaper. The next morning, Jafat was in the newspaper. Mirror recorded it. Graphics. CNN was talking about it. You shall be a news. I say, you shall be a news. Now they are looking for him. He said, do you know what? Let's go into an agreement. If I conquer them, you make me your leader. Rev, it's high time, finance, you determine what happens there. You determine it. Do you know what? Uh, this Thursday, I cannot come to work. And they know why. Because when this man gives you two things to resolve, it brings us 10 years profit that we have never made before. So shall your story be. And I read about David. First Samuel 22, 1 to 5. He spoke about he being in Adullam, the camp of Adullam. With contented men, with dead men in death, men who were distressed. And Bible says, and he lifted them up and they became the mighty men of God. The mighty men of David. 
the mighty man of David because he was able to tap into divine frequency and he was able to raise useless men because he himself was once a useless man. And I read about Ruth in Ruth 1, 16 to 17. He spoke about a woman who, look, if Naomi was to be in Africa, I believe that she would have been labeled a witch. Your two sons were gone. Your husband is gone. And the young lady said, I can see prophetically into the destiny of my life in this woman. I'll follow her. And the lady followed Sister Mother. Of, and she got in. Ultimately, she became the very root grandmother of Yeshua Amashiach. What you carry, if God shows it to you, you will amaze yourself. You will walk the next day like a king with your hand pocketed because you know who you are. Ruth saw her destiny. This morning I came to tell you, may you see your destiny. It is not a roadside destiny. It's a hill lifted top destiny. Ruth was strategic, stayed with Boaz, and she was elevated. Now, I've told you about Bible. There's another man who has become relevant in our time because he stayed connected with his God. The issues of life notwithstanding. Example why today we are under this roof. Our own father. His example is there for us to see. I cannot talk about Ruth. I've never met Ruth. But I met my father in the Lord. He told me, Chris, come back home. It's time for us to wake again. God's field, God's kingdom. I said, Papa, yes, sir. I am here by the grace of God. And this man stood the grounds of time in the tender age. He left everything. He said, Father, I say, yes, Lord. This is the man I'm talking about. I can't talk about David. I've never met him. I read about him, but I met this man. He put things in your hands and it will blow your mind. He gives you room to make your mistake. And he said, my son, it is well. Every day yearning and longing for our progress. He said, son, I don't desire for you to come to my level. I want you to go above me. That's a relevant man. That's a relevant man. That's a relevant man. That is a relevant man. I said that's a relevant man. Maybe not to you, but to me, he's a relevant man. Maybe not to all of us, but to some of us, he is a relevant man. What you don't celebrate will never get great. That is a relevant man. He said, your mistakes notwithstanding, come, let's go along. And we are here today by the grace that God bestowed on him. Alright. Now you may be telling me that, oh, oh what? Uh, Papa, you know, we know him, we've seen him. And the Lord told me that, son, somebody will be saying that uh, Pastor Chris doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what I've been through. Then the Lord told me that 
let them see the life of Nick, Nick Vidic. The guy without arms and without limbs. This guy has risen from zero without legs, without arms. Did first degree, did second degree, done PH, PhD. He's now speaking all over the world. You have eight legs. And you are still telling yourself that you don't matter. I came to tell you that if Vic matters, then you also will matter. He's able to use everything around him to do what he wants to do. He's gaining results. Your relevance is not premised on your physical appearance. It's premised on your inner fortitude spirit and determination. The provocation of grace that God has placed on your life. That you rise up to your place of relevance. Hallelujah. Give God a shout of praise. Shall we be upstanding? Hallelujah. Hallelujah.